Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with the Word from God just for you. Well, praise the Lord. What an awesome day in God's presence. It is 10.05. Thank God. And, uh, but I've got a good word for you. Amen. I've entitled my message this morning, Judgment in Your Favor. Hallelujah. Hey, come on, somebody get excited. Judgment in Your Favor. And I want you to turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Psalms, chapter 33 and verse 4. Um, I'll tell you what, without my dark glasses, this, this paper just shines so brightly in my face. So I have to put this on to, you know, tone it down a little bit. But uh, it's the word of the Lord, Psalm 33 and verse 4. Are you there? For the word of the Lord is right and his works are done in truth. He loves righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. The Lord says he loves ju judgment. He cannot stand it when the wicked are not judged. He loves judgment. He hates wickedness. He's against those who do evil. The Bible says the face of the Lord are against those who do evil. Hallelujah. And this God I serve is a swift judge. He does not delay till tomorrow. Somebody say amen. God is not pleased when wickedness flourishes. He is not untouched or unmoved. He takes note. And He is personally moved when things go wrong in your life. God does not sit in heaven and whatever happens to you, says, ah, whatever, whatever. God is moved. I want you to say with me, whatever's going on in my life today, God is moved by it. Hallelujah. Jesus said to us in 1 John, uh, in 1 John 3, 8, the Bible says, For this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. Somebody say amen. You know, uh, the Bible says that Jesus hates wickedness. In the, in the book of Psalm 45, 7, it says this, you love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. God cannot tolerate evil. Why? Because his rule is established in justice. I declare today that this church shall not experience injustice without God rising up as a swift judge. The Bible says uh, in 40, uh, Psalm 45 verse 6, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. 
Psalm 89 verse 14 says, Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth goes before you. Hallelujah. I'm going to read for you the account of Joshua when he engaged the enemy. In Joshua 10 verse 6, it says, And the men of Gibeon sent to Joshua at the camp of Gilgal, saying, Do not forsake your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us and help us. For all the king of the Amorites who dwell in the mountains have gathered together against us. And so Joshua ascended from Gilgal. He and all the people of war with him. And all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear them, for I have delivered them into your hand. Not a man of them shall stand before you. And Joshua therefore came upon them suddenly, having marched all night from Gilgal. And I love verse 10, the way God deals with these enemies. The Bible says in verse 10, And so the Lord routed them before Israel. He killed them with a great slaughter at Gibeon. He chased them along the road that goes to Beth Horon. He struck them down as far as Azekar and Machedah. And it happened as they fled before Israel and were on the descent of Beth Horon that the Lord cast down large hailstones from heaven on them as far as Azekar. And they died. And watch this, he says, there were more who died from the hailstones than what the children of Israel killed with the sword. So when Jesus named those enemies that come against you, I declare this, he chased them. He struck them down. He cast down loud hailstones on them. Hallelujah. And he defeated them. I declare that defeat is for your enemy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. He didn't just leave it. I love it, the fact that God did more damage to the enemy what the Israelites could do. And I want to tell you today, God's going to do more to your enemies than what you can ever do. Somebody say amen. He does not forsake you. When things go bad, remember, God does not forsake you watching by live stream. He does not forsake you watching by YouTube. He does not forsake you Wentworth and Finland's and Bluff. He does not forsake you. Hallelujah. The Bible says he shows himself strong. And I hear the Spirit of God say, I will show myself strong on behalf of my people. Psalm 37, 28, for the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. But the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell in it forever. Hallelujah. I declare today that everything God's given you, no man, no, no man and no devil can steal from you. Somebody say amen. You know, when David saw the wicked flourish, he looked at them and then he looked at their end. When you see the wicked flourish, sometimes you can say, my foot near slipped when I saw the, the wicked flourish. 
But then as he starts speaking, the Lord starts showing him their end. I want to tell you, your end is in God. But the wicked have a very bad end. He saw the end of the wicked, that they are defeated. In Psalm 92 verse 7, he says, When the wicked spring up like grass, and when all the workers of iniquity flourish, it is that they may be destroyed forever. But you, Lord, are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies, O Lord. For behold, your enemies shall perish. And all the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I declare that the righteous shall dwell in the land. Somebody say amen. amen. We live in a country where they say, well, the wicked seem to flourish. But we, the church, declare the righteous shall dwell in the land. Somebody say amen. amen. But my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. You have anointed with fresh oil. My eye also has seen my desire on my enemies and my ear hear my desire on the wicked. Today I declare by the word of the Lord is your day of deliverance. Because Psalm 125 verse 3 says the scepter of the wicked will not rest or remain on the land allotted to the righteous. I rebuke the devil. I rebuke you. You take your hand off the land allotted to the righteous. We declare it today. It shall not rest on my land, on my promises, on my ministry, on what God has given me. The scepter of the wicked shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous. Glory to God. That means He can't touch your car. He can't touch your house. He can't touch your children. He can't touch your business. He can't touch you. He can't let His scepter rest on what belongs to you. Somebody say amen. There's a judgment determined against wickedness. The Bible says the God of this world is judged. He has been defeated 2,000 years ago. And he has to deal with the bloodline of Jesus Christ to get near us. Hallelujah. A thousand will fall on your left and 10,000 to your side. But nothing shall come near you or hurt you. Only with your eyes shall you see the destruction of the wicked. When the enemy strikes at you, God says you shall be restored sevenfold. Somebody say amen. Because we are the righteous heirs of the heavenly promise. Psalm 37, 29. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell in it forever. But the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. Hallelujah. As I was praying for you yesterday, the Lord said to me, today there's a, there's a very specific anointing He's releasing to break every barrenness from the church. Every dimension of your life, barrenness shall be broken. Physically, emotionally, your soul, your spirit, your life, your ministry, every area where there's no fruitfulness, Barrenness shall be broken today in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Because this anointing destroys the yoke. 
Hallelujah. And it releases fruitfulness. I release you to fruitfulness. In the name of Jesus. No longer shall there be lack or insufficiency. Barrenness shall leave you. Everybody say barrenness. Leave in Jesus' name. I read in the book of 2 Kings and verse 3. 2 Kings chapter 3 and verse 16, how Israel was in a barren place. They had been marching for seven days and there was no water. And it was a barren land, like a desert landscape. In my mind, I see a landscape that is void of any life. Anything green has been burned. There is nothing there. And there was no water and they didn't know what to do. And then the king of Judah says, is there not a prophet? And they called for Elisha. And Elisha comes to this army that are desperate. Seven days without water. In a land that had nothing. And Elisha says to them in 2 Kings chapter 3 and verse 16, Thus says the Lord. Make this valley full of ditches. For thus says the Lord, you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Yet this valley shall be filled with water. So that you, your cattle, and all your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. I want you to look at your neighbor and say a miracle is a simple matter for the Lord. He says it's a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. For he will also deliver the Moabites in your hand. He says, I'll do even more. So God says to them, you will not know how I do it. You will not see how I bring it to pass. The natural way, the way that it would normally come by rain or water streaming, he says it will not so. You will suddenly see I will do it supernaturally. So I release a supernatural dimension of the refreshing of God in the church today. So Israel was told to dig ditches, make holes in the landscape. In other words, God says, look at the landscape that's around you and start digging ditches. Make your mark on your land. Make your mark on that land or barrenness where you are. Dig a ditch. So listen, when you start digging a ditch, you change the landscape. I'll never forget a few years ago, I think it's three years ago, my wife had a pet pig, and his name was Couchon, which is French for pig. And I came home one day, and it was supposed to be a pint-sized pig. But instead of pint-sized, he had grown to be what size? And I came home, and he started digging. And I thought, okay, well, you know, he'll dig a hole and we'll close it. But I came home one day and he had dug up my driveway. The paved driveway. Concrete. He had dug it up. 
There was a hole about a half a meter deep for a long stretch. I had no driveway left. He dug holes in my landscape. He changed it. And once he changed it, I couldn't use it anymore. I declare in Jesus' name, when you dig a hole in that landscape, the enemy cannot use it anymore. You become unusable. Your land becomes unusable for your enemy. Hallelujah. I think of God saying, dig, dig deep. Dig a hole in your landscape. And I think of an athlete running, long distance athletes. And they'll run round and round. And then they'll get exhausted. They'll get thirsty. They start feeling like they can't run anymore. And then comes that bell for the last round. And he says, no matter where I am in this queue of people running, he starts digging deep into what he believes. He says, this is why I came this far. I didn't train for nothing. I didn't prepare for nothing. It doesn't matter how hard it is now. He starts digging deep. He starts drawing from his faith. Hallelujah. And he says, no, I'm going to overcome and I'm going to change the landscape. Hallelujah. And suddenly things start changing. Determination comes. Strength comes. Think of it. He's already exhausted, but he digs deep. And here's Israel. Seven days with no water. And God says, dig deep. You're exhausted. You feel like you can't go further. You're ready to throw in the towel. You're ready to say, man, this is just too much. I, I want to give up. I want to throw the towel in. And then you hear the bell ring for the last round. And you say, no, I hear the Lord say, dig deep. Hallelujah. And draw from your faith. And they start digging deep and changing the landscape. And God says, look at the landscape you're in. Don't accept it for what it is. Go and dig a ditch. Go and change the landscape. Right now, the Lord's anointed you to become a landscape artist. To change the landscape. Come on, somebody say, I'm not accepting the landscape as it presents to me today. I'm going to dig a ditch. And if I'm finished digging that ditch, I'm going to dig another ditch. Until it's unusable for the enemy. God can do a miracle. Somebody say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody say, what do you mean, pastor? Dig a ditch. How do I dig a ditch? Well, you dig a ditch. Three ways to dig a ditch. One, through thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Secondly, through praise. Thirdly, through declaration of the promises of God. Start digging ditches. In your landscape. And the devil says, well, look at the landscape you're in. Look at the place you are. It's barren. It's dry. There's no hope. There's no future. It's waterless. 
There's nothing to drink. Don't you know? You don't stand a chance. It's like a desert and you can't eat sand. I don't know about you. I don't want to eat sand. Amen. The enemy says, look at the place you're in. Give up. God says, dig a ditch. The enemy says, there's no hope. God says, dig a ditch. The enemy says that there's nothing you can do. God says, dig a ditch. Somebody say, I will dig a ditch. Amen. So God says, go change your landscape. If you don't like the way your landscape is, go change it. Go dig a ditch. Go give thanks. Go give praise. Go declare the promises. Go change the way things are. He says, when you do, hey, I will change things. I will fill it supernaturally. Not the way it normally happens. Come on, somebody bump your neighbor and say it's not a normal thing. Hallelujah. It's not a normal thing that I will do. For I will do a new thing, says the Lord. Hey, come on, somebody say, I'm digging a ditch. I'm digging a ditch. I'm digging a ditch. Amen. So God says, break the barrenness. Today, verse 20 says, And now it happened in the morning when the grain offering was offered that suddenly water came by way of Edom and the land was filled with water. Today I declare this miracle over every household watching today. Those by our live stream, YouTube, walk-in services at Bluff, Wentworth and Finners, those of you that are here today, I declare today the manifestation of a supernatural landscape change in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Lord says, I will break the barrenness and I will change the landscape and the land shall be filled with water. Hallelujah. And I want you to notice that once God sent the water, He was not finished yet. (laughs) Then He made the enemy look. The Bible says when they looked, they saw the ditches full of water. God made the sun shine on the ditch full of water and it looked like blood. And they thought the Israelites are turned against each other. They're not there. And they came and Israel routed them. I want you to say to your neighbor, it's amen time. It's amen time. I declare amen to the word of the Lord. The barrenness shall be broken. The ditches shall be filled. The glory of God will fill the household of God. You will experience the watering of the Lord. The blessing of God shall rest on you. Your land shall be filled with water and abundance, says the Lord. And I said, Amen. Hallelujah. Whoa, I feel an Amen coming. And Amen. 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 Now wait, now wait, now wait, now don't don't sing Amen. 
declare amen to the word of the Lord on your life. I need 20 people to get out of your cars, lift your hands and give the Lord a shout of praise, dig a ditch, give God thanks, give God praise, declare his promise, change your landscape. Hey, as the Lord says, so it shall be. And amen. Hallelujah. some people to dig a second ditch declare the promise declare with me the righteous shall flourish come on declare it the righteous that's me come on tell your neighbor that's me the righteous shall flourish like a cedar in Lebanon hallelujah they shall grow like the cedar in Lebanon, those who are planted in the house of the Lord, can you say it? Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. Come on, declare the promise. I shall flourish in the courts of my God. Verse 14, they shall still be bearing fruit in old age. I shall still be bearing fruit. Come on, dig that ditch. Declare this. I shall still be bearing fruit. No matter what, I am bearing fruit. I am fruitful. I shall still, I shall still in old age bear fruits. 
I am fruitful. I am fruitful. Hallelujah. They shall be fresh and flourishing in the courts of their God. Can you say it? I am fresh. I shall be fresh. I shall be flourishing. I, I thank God I use this version. Because if I use the other version, you're going to have to change your diet. The other version says, the, the old King James, they shall be fat and flourishing. Uh, I see you don't want that one, Eden. Yeah, you want the fresh one? Okay, so declare it. I shall be fresh and flourishing. Hallelujah, in the courts of God. And declare that my God is upright. I am blessed with every heavenly blessing. God pours out His promise over my life. Hallelujah, I prosper, I'm in health, even as my soul prospers. And now I want you to dig another ditch of praise and say, Amen. Hallelujah. going to dig a sisterly ditch, ditch. Come on, tell your neighbor, are you, are you, are you ready to dig a sisterly ditch? Nothing is impossible. When you put your trust, come on. Oh, that is a ditch I want to dig here today for the Lord to fill in Jesus' name. Get ready, I can hear the sound of the abundance of the rain of the glory of God in the church. And nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His Word. Hearken to the voice of God to me. Is there anything too hard for me? ready to dig? Are you ready to dig? Take that spade in your hand. Dig a ditch in your landscape and declare for everything. For everything. Yes. Of you, the result of your ditches being dug today. 
It happened in the morning that when the grain offering was offered, that suddenly water came by the way of Edom and the land was filled with water. Come on, just, just let that water flow. Let that water, just release water over your neighbor. Just release a flow. I declare in Jesus' name, there shall be a flow. Suddenly in the morning, the water shall flow and fill the valleys and change the landscape. And I bless you, Lord, that your people shall flourish in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. We haven't finished the most important part. Every eye closed, every head bowed just for a moment. If you are listening to this broadcast or you in the Wentworth or Finland services, in the Bluff service, I'm handing over right now to the pastors. They will pray for you where you are. Pastor Shane Wentworth, Pastor Valencia in Finland. Pastor JP and Paulie and the Bluff walk-in service, we hand over to you right now for this altar call. And in the mighty name of Jesus, I say to all of those who do not know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, He is your deliverer. And if you call on His name, you shall be saved today. And you saying, Pastor Johnny, I do not know Jesus is my Savior. I do not know I am not saved. My heart's not right with God. Can you pray for me? I want you to raise your hand right where you are. And in Jesus' name, I bless you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. And I want you to turn your heart to God and say, Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross to carry my sins. Thank you, Jesus, for taking my sin on yourself, for shedding your blood and washing away all of my sins. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being my Savior. Today I believe that you rose from the dead, that you are the Son of the living God, that you are seated at the right hand of the Father. And Jesus, I believe your blood has power to wash my sins away. And as I believe that, I receive forgiveness by faith. And I receive you as my Lord and Savior. From this day I will serve you, Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, God bless you. All of those watching you today, I want you to stretch out your hands. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. We love every one of you. God bless. We see you Wednesday night for midweek service. I got one more thing to say. Sunday was great, but Monday is better. God bless you as you go today. We trust that you were blessed by today's podcast and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you seek after Him, you shall surely find Him. If you would like more information about Devon Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel or visit our website www.durbanchristiancentre.co.za.